Okay, welcome everybody to our Green Book Group. And uh, we are continuing Dee Dee Palmer's The Chiropractor, 1914. We're in the middle of page four. And uh, I'm going to be doing the reading. I have these on audio, but uh, I really love reading this. And uh, I'm going to start, unless anybody has anything to start with. Uh, comenta que estamos continuando con la lectura del libro de Didi Palmer, el libro de 1914. Estamos en la mitad de la página 4 y que aunque lo tiene grabado, él le encanta leerlo, así que lo va a leer. Y antes de empezar, si alguien tiene algo que quiera comentar. Ok, bueno. Ok. I'm going to... We stopped in the middle of the paragraph... I'm going to start over again, okay, Edgar, at man is a dual, uh, a dual entity, okay, and then read through that paragraph and the next one, okay? Man is a dual entity composed of intelligence and matter, spirit and material, immortal and, and mortal, the everlasting and the transient. The manifestation of such an existence is intelligent action. Had to read that one again because it's amazing. Okay. Chiropractors, especially, are aiding in the, this great advancement of adjusting the osseous structures, the position of which has to do with determining normal and abnormal tension. For in whatever part function is abnormally performed, tonicity is either lacking or excessive. Creative intelligence is preventive. Uh, prevented from expressing itself normally. That's where we stopped last time. Now, many a child has been injured at birth by a vertebral displacement, which caused an impingement upon one or more of the spinal nerves. As they emanate from the spinal canal, the fibers of which are distributed to certain organs. The result of this excessive tension is physical or mental debility, often both, which, for a lack of pathological knowledge, may be lifelong. The mental defect extending, extending uh, even into the next world, big stuff. For we retain only that which has been acquired during this earthly purport, uh, preparatory existence. By properly adjusting the neuroskeleton, these unfortunates may be uh, enabled to acquire sufficient knowledge, rightfully do them, to become useful members of society and enjoy life in this world and the one to come. The chiropractor who can accomplish the above desirable results and refuses to do so as a, religious to, as a religious duty should be compelled to perform it as a moral obligation. I'm gonna stop there. Okay, any input there? Okay, go ahead. Okay, eh, lo que estábamos viendo en el libro, lo voy a leer en español, son dos párrafos. Dice, el hombre es una entidad dual compuesta de inteligencia y materia, espíritu y material, lo inmortal y lo mortal, lo eterno y lo transitorio, 
la manifestación de tal existencia es una acción inteligente. Los quiroprácticos, especialmente, están ayudando en este gran avance al ajustar la estructura ósea, cuya posición tiene que ver con determinar tensión normal y anormal, porque en cualquier parte que la función es desempeñada anormalmente, la tonicidad es cualquiera de las dos, insuficiente o excesiva. La inteligencia creativa es impedida de expresarse a sí misma normalmente. Ahí es donde nos quedamos la vez anterior. Continúa. Muchos niños han resultado heridos al nacer por un desplazamiento vertebral que causó un pinzamiento sobre uno o más de los nervios espinales, ya que emanan del canal espinal y cuyas fibras se distribuyen a ciertos órganos. El resultado de esta tensión excesiva es la debilidad física o mental, a menudo ambas, las cuales, por falta de conocimiento patológico, puede ser de por vida. El defecto mental extendiéndose incluso hasta el siguiente mundo, porque retenemos solo lo que se ha adquirido durante esta, durante esta preparatoria existencia terrena. Al ajustar adecuadamente el neuroesqueleto, estos desafortunados pueden ser dispuestos para adquirir el conocimiento suficiente, justamente por ellos mismos, para convertirse en miembros útiles de la sociedad y disfrutar la vida en este mundo y en el que está por venir. El quiropráctico que pueda lograr los resultados deseables anteriores y que se niegue a hacerlo como un deber religioso, debe verse obligado a realizarlo como una obligación moral. Okay. Any comments? Comentario. Anybody like to mention anything in here? Comentario. <laughs> okay. I'd like to say something. When we see here, he says. For we retain only that which we've been acquired during this earthly preparatory existence. Can you see that about the middle? What does he mean there? Dice eh, hey, que él tiene un, algo que quiere, con lo que quiere empezar. Dice, cuando vemos que en el texto dice... Dice, porque retenemos solo lo que se ha adquirido durante esta preparatoria existencia terrena. Now the next sentence, by properly adjusting the neuroskeleton, these unfortunates may be enabled to acquire sufficient knowledge, rightfully do them to become useful members of society and enjoy life in this world and the one to come. Y dice que en la siguiente oración dice, al ajustar adecuadamente el neuroesqueleto, estos desafortunados pueden ser dispuestos para adquirir el conocimiento suficiente, justamente por ellos mismos, para convertirse en miembros útiles de la sociedad y disfrutar de la vida en este mundo y en el que está por venir. What we're looking at, the people that are new to the group, but we're seeing the spirituality of chiropractic, where BJ was in the last paragraphs that we've read how the material and the spiritual are important for both material and spiritual are both important i see that those 
distinctions here in his where he's talking about adjusting. Does anybody have any comments? Um, just one thing, I'm sorry, uh, you got a little cut car up. Yeah. When you said about uh, uh, spiritual and... Uh, material. What did you say about that? The material, where, he, where we've read in the past, the material and the spiritual are both necessary, okay. one for the other. Okay, thank you. Dice lo que vemos en, en estos párrafos que hemos estado leyendo, dice, eh, es sobre, bueno, lo que vemos de la, eh, es la espiritualidad de la quiropráctica, eh, donde VJ nos dice en los últimos párrafos que hemos leído cómo lo material y lo espiritual son ambos importantes y necesarios el uno para el otro, se complementan. Does anybody have any comment? Any input? ¿Alguien que quiera comentar algo? Or would you like any, should we discuss anything for clarification to help understand better? ¿Quieren discutir algo como para aclarar, para entenderlo mejor? Okay. To prepare me for the world to come is beyond my pay scale. This world here is sacred and holy, and I'll stick with what I know. Comenta el doctor Steven, dice, um, uh, just one question, I'm sorry. You say uh, that's my um, pale skin? It's beyond my job description okay. Okay. This, this moment is a wonderment enough okay thank you dice para prepararme para el mundo que viene está más allá que eh, la descripción que venía sobre mi trabajo dice este mundo aquí es sagrado y me quedo con lo que sé Anyone else have some input? What do you think uh, that my, uh, well, I get a little confused when they say about uh, your religious duty. Why do they call them like, well, the chapter is called, right? The religious and moral duty, but why religious duty? Well, he says it in the very end of it. If, the, if it's not as a religious duty, it should be your moral duty to help. And for what I, this is my thought, is would anybody else like to, to comment on that or have some input? I look at more as a joy rather than an obligation or a duty. I can't help but share it. That's me. When I see this really is to help as a duty to help our fellow mankind, man and womankind. If I see someone, it's for me out of my compulsion is to help them. 
And when we're really looking at the spiritual and the material at the same time, in the same existence, they're not separated from what we've been talking about. We're a duality, which means coming and functioning in the same time frame. When we talk about the kingdom of heaven is within, it's not the outside. It is already here. And to become closer to that connection, because many people really are looking for something outside of them, when really home base is right here. And what I feel he is saying is when we clear this, when we adjust the people, they have a greater wisdom, a knowledge of their own wisdom and power. And the body's ability to function is is at its absolute greatest in that balance of the material and the spiritual. I'll pause there. Um, bueno, yo le preguntaba hace un momento, o les preguntaba, o habría la pregunta, que por qué creen que se refiere a cómo es el título de, del capítulo, ¿no? Que dice, deber religioso. Eh, Dice que lo explica hasta el final, ¿no? Que dice, bueno, si, si no es por tu deber religioso o si no lo haces por tu deber religioso, hazlo como un deber moral a, al final del párrafo. Eh, comenta luego el doctor Steven, eh, yo lo veo más como una alegría, eh, como, sí, como algo, una alegría. Algo que disfrutar. Algo que disfruta más que como una obligación no puede no compartirlo. Y continúa Hey diciendo que cuando ve eso es, eh, es para ayudar como un, o sea, es, para él es más como para ayudar, es un deber para ayudar a la raza humana. Dice, cuando veo a alguien los ayudo por, porque ese es mi impulso. Eh, dice, lo que vemos eh, es lo material, Perdón, lo que vemos es lo material y lo espiritual que es, eh, están al mismo tiempo y en la misma existencia. No están separados, uh, funcionan al mismo tiempo. Cuando, dice, cuando hablamos eh, que el reino está dentro de uno, pues no está afuera, ya está aquí adentro. Y llegar a estar más cerca de esta conexión, eh, bueno, para llegar a estar más cerca de esta conexión, eh, hay que buscarlo adentro, aunque mucha gente lo busca afuera. Eh, dice, lo que veo es que cuando quitamos las interferencias, um, tienen más sabiduría y está más en balance la parte de, de lo material y lo espiritual. Now, just to finish we have to also remember this was this is dated 1914 but it's really you know between 1900 1895 and 1913 before he died so he's speaking in language that you know much of this is new language and he's saying it so we understand it and i think using religious because he's talking about god and spirituality and it's the easiest way to connect that way and then saying moral, maybe for people that don't necessarily want to use those terms, 
is that it's our moral duty uh, to serve the people. And, you know, using this language of the day. So it is a little, that's why the translation has been a little bit tough over this time. But that's really, you have to understand how, you know, what's going on in 19, the early 1900s. Well, if, if you read on a few more paragraphs, we'll get to it. But he says that any attempt to prevent such acts by law is a crime against humanity. We'll get to that. So, but the thing is, is when he's speaking in an atmosphere where the law was saying it was against the law to do this, that's why he was saying it is our duty. Yeah. And our obligation. That makes sense in that context of the day. Comentan eh, el doctor Hay, solo para terminar, tenemos que recordar que esto eh, es de 1914, pero realmente eh, era en un tiempo entre 1895 y 1913, eh, antes de espiritualidad, porque es la manera eh, pues más fácil de, de conectarlo, de entenderlo. Dice, aunque para que otras personas que no lo vean así lo entiendan, eh, usa también la parte de, de moral. Um, dice, por eso es un poco difícil de tal vez entender en estos tiempos la, la traducción. Um, Comenta el doctor Steven que dice, si lees unos párrafos más adelante vas a llegar ahí, ¿no? Como a la respuesta. Eh, bueno, lee, lee un párrafito, pero yo creo que lo vamos a ver más adelante. Y dice, cuando habla en una atmósfera que dice que la ley está en contra de hacer eso, es cuando comenta que entonces es como un deber y una obligación. Anybody have any comments or want to add anything? Well, can I say something, Hague? Of course. If you go a little further in that book, he speaks about how chiropractic is, has a moral duty and a religious duty. And the moral is about doing what's right for your physical body. And then the second part is the religious duty is for it's really, I forget the exact quote, but it's really about your spiritual, it's our spirit, chiropractic came here for our spiritual existence throughout eternity. And that to me just adds on to what you just said. I'll say in Spanish, I'll do my best. Tire Palma dice, chiropractico tiene dos partes, una parte moral y una otra parte religioso. Moral es para el cuerpo físico. El parte religioso es, ¿cómo se dice? I wrote it down. Es, la quiropráctica se trata de nuestra experiencia espiritual de la, perdóname, de la largo a la eternidad. Okay, no más. I hope I translated that right. Can you ask if anybody has any comments? ¿Alguien tiene algún comentario? ¿Alguien gusta participar? ¿Un comentario o algo que, que piense? 
Maybe you can ask them, if, you know, just say, if you want to say in Spanish, you can translate for them. Yeah, I'll do it. I tried. Si quieren comentar algo en español, no hay ningún problema, lo comentan en español y lo vamos a traducir a inglés. Okay, I'm going to move on to another paragraph. Okay? Edgar, you ready to? Okay. Frank, a young man, 21 years of age, was brought to me for his correction. Physically, he was a cripple in upper and lower limbs. His case was considered one of cerebral disease and uh, imbecile. A medical doctor would say his diseased condition was congenital, acquired at the moment of birth, but to a chiropractor, it was acquired. In fact, all diseases are acquired, have their causes, whether be, be before or after birth. In this case, it was because of the six dorsal, dorsal vertebra displaced at birth. By daily adjusting, the vertebra had become abnormally shaped, uh, uh, was grown to the normal and placed position, placed in the usual position, thereby enabling the spirit to perform its desired avocation of creating a normal physical and the accumulating of normal ideas which will last throughout eternity. By so doing, I was performing a service, a duty. I assumed, a duty, I assumed when I accepted the trust bestowed upon me. By doing so, I was not only performing a normal obligation, but also a subjective, a religious duty. I'll stop there. Okay. El siguiente párrafo dice, Frank, un hombre joven de 21 años, fue traído a mí para corrección. Físicamente estaba lisiado en las extremidades superiores e inferiores. Su caso era considerado como uno de enfermedad cerebral, un imbécil. Un doctor en medicina diría que su condición enferma era congénita, adquirida en el momento del nacimiento, pero para un quiropráctico era adquirido. De hecho, todas las enfermedades son adquiridas. Tienen sus causas, ya sea antes o después del nacimiento. En este caso, fue porque la sexta vértebra dorsal se desplazó al nacer. Ajustando diariamente la vértebra que había adquirido una forma anormal, creció a la, hacia la normalidad y fue colocada en la posición habitual, permitiendo de este modo que el espíritu realice su función deseada de crear un físico normal y la acumulación de ideas normales que durarán por toda la eternidad. Al hacerlo, estaba realizando un servicio, un deber, que asumí cuando acepté la confianza otorgada sobre mí. Al hacerlo, no solo cumplía una obligación normal, sino que también un deber religioso subjetivo. ¿Puedes preguntar algún comentario? ¿O algo que quisieran agregar? Tengo uno. Go ahead, Stephen. Religion. Re means again. Ligion, lig, ligios, ligaments, connections. The religion means to reconnect 
to source, religion, re to connect again. That's what we do. Okay. Comenta el doctor Steven, uh, dice religión. Re significa nuevamente o otra vez. Y la parte legios viene como conexiones. Entonces la religión significa reconectar a la fuente, conectar nuevamente. Eso es lo que hacemos. I'm going to break this just a little bit. All diseases are acquired, have their causes, whether before or after birth, all are acquired. Think about that. Daily adjusting. Enable the spirit to perform its desired avocation by creating a normal physical, a normal physical, and by the accumulating of normal ideas which will last throughout eternity. That's where the adjustment of that vertebra, creating, enabling spirit to perform. That's powerful. It's desired avocation of creating a normal physical and accumulating the normal ideas that will last throughout eternity. That sentence is, there's a lot going on there. Any input on that? Decía solamente unas partes que venían en el libro para poner atención en la parte que un quiropráctico dice que todo es adquirido, que todas las enfermedades son adquiridas. Y lo que hacía al momento de ajustar era que el espíritu, o permitía que el espíritu realizara su función, la función deseada de crear un físico normal y la acumulación de ideas normales que durarían por toda la eternidad y también dice si alguien tiene alguna opinión sobre esto o algún comentario ideas are eternal think about that ideas transcend the physical there is the infinite uh in information uh what is the word there is a infinite uh information internet infinite in internet internet uh mind is eternal information can be gotten i love it i'm not expressing this let me start over eternal information ideas that in itself we are an idea of god and we can tap into this infinite source of infinite information okay uh you know go ahead Vera. I, i don't know if i expressed it good yeah. do you mean like a like like a pool pool of information there's something called the akasic record where all things have been 
all information is out there and we can tap into it as we need it, I think the clearer that we become. Okay, but what was the Kasik what? They call it a Kasik record. I don't know how to spell that. Okay, let me try to translate for first uh, what Steven said. Um, eh, Steven tiene un pensamiento, el doctor Steven, perdón, tiene un pensamiento y dice, información eterna. Eh, bueno, comenta primero, las ideas son eternas, piensen en eso. Las ideas trascienden lo físico. Dice... Somos una idea de Dios y, y existe esto que es como, como una fuente de, de información, ¿no? Dice, podemos entrar a esa fuente de información infinita. Eh, One moment, it's BJ Palmer called it Broadcasting Station G.O.D. G.O.D., ok. Dice... Um, Yes. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Um, ay, se me fue. BJ Palmer lo, lo llamó, uh, ¿cómo sería? Broadcasting en su estación de transmisión, Dios. Anybody have any input? Want to say anything? Add to it. Hey, he says normal ideas. Mm -hmm. Now, what's the, what do you think that means? The word normal is in front of it. Yep. Not just ideas, it's normal ideas. Is there, a, what do you think that is? The natural. I think what it is intended to be, the idea of which, I think he's using that as also as, um, a vital impulse or a vital force similar to an idea of how the body is supposed to heal and function in a normal way. An aberrant idea would be when the bone is displaced. Sounds right. What do you guys think? Anybody have any input? Anybody else? Brian? Can you guys hear me? Yes. I think is like we can think of ourselves as a cell phone and we have so many applications to download but we haven't downloaded them yet mm -hmm. once we tap on the button to download is how we get the information mi punto de vista es que piensemos en nosotros como un celular que el celular contiene todas las aplicaciones pero aún no las tiene descargadas pero ahí están Ese es mi punto de vista, como lo interpreto. Comentaba hace un momento, eh, Brian dice, o, o pregunta, ¿no? Eh, que en el texto dice, ideas normales. Y pregunta, ¿qué crees eh, o qué creen que quiere decir con eso? Porque dice normal eh, o ideas normales. Eh, contesta, hey. Eh, creo que tiene la intención o lo está usando con la intención como de un impulso, una fuerza vital, similar a la idea de cómo un cuerpo debe sanar y funcionar de manera normal. 
lo anormal sería cuando este hueso está fuera de su posición. Y bueno, luego Cristian nos comenta su, su sí, explicación. O la, ajá, la analogía que utilizó con el celular. Anybody else have any input? That's very good, Christian. Gracias. I'm going to read the next. I'm going to just, when we talk about the duty, because when we assume this role as the chiropractor, we've accepted, he said, I assumed when I accepted the trust bestowed upon me. That's accepting ourselves as being the chiropractor. We didn't have to take an oath, but that's the oath that we accepted as we were, didn't choose to be chiropractors. I felt I was drawn to be a chiropractor and accepting that duty. By doing so, I am not only performing a normal obligation, but also a religious duty. By accepting this duty of being a chiropractor, and fulfilling this need of doing the adjustment to allow spirit to communicate, to spirit to be the fullest expression in balance with material. That's it. Recuerda un, un pedacito que leímos en la parte donde dice que cuando habla del deber, dice, al hacerlo no solo cumplía una obligación normal, sino que también un deber religioso subjetivo. Dice, eso es aceptar que somos quiroprácticos. No tomamos un, un, juramento. un juramento, pero cuando eh, decidí ser quiropráctico era más como que me atrajo ser un quiropráctico. Eh, dice, um, al aceptar el deber de ser un quiropráctico, eh, es llenar esto para dejar al espíritu que se comunique y esté en balance lo espiritual con lo material. Would anybody like to add anything or make a comment or say anything? ¿Alguien gusta comentar algo? I'll go to the next line. Do you want to say something, uh, Veronica? Anybody have any input? Okay. Hold on one moment. Okay. At, the, at this point, I think it's very important to, to trust ourselves at the moment of the adjustment. Comento que a este punto, creo es muy importante que nosotros, como quiroprácticos, tengamos esa confianza en nosotros mismos para poderse comunicar con el paciente al momento del ajuste. That's a very good point. And that is why we are doing these things, why we train in our adjusting and also train in our philosophy. Because when we know what we are doing, not just physically, but spiritually and philosophically, we are working at a higher level. And I feel it's a duty for a chiropractor to dig deeper into how we serve and why we're serving because it's the people that deserve it. It's all for the people. And that's why I feel for me, I'm here for myself to get more out of this so I can care for the people better. 
cuenta el doctor Hake, eh, es por lo que entrenamos nuestros ajustes y nuestra filosofía, porque cuando sabemos lo que hacemos dentro de los tres pilares, estamos trabajando en un nivel más alto. Dice, es la responsabilidad de un quiropráctico, eh, de por qué, por qué lo hacemos, porque es para las personas. Dice, estoy eh, aquí eh, por mí, para poder después eh, atender o dar lo mejor de mí para las personas. Anybody else have any input? I'd like to share a story in, I had in my practice. I don't know why this guy's like <laughs> coming to my mind right now, but um, there was one person I was adjusting for some time and he, every time he came in, he was like, I'm not getting better. I'm not getting better. I'm not getting better. And at the time I was like, oh my God, like he's the only one I could focus on. Forget everyone else having all these amazing um, life-changing things happening. And I was really preying on him and, you know, asking, And finally, the answer that came to my heart was, I have no idea how many lifetimes, whatever he's going through, he's trying to clear, you know? And also, I don't know if he's going cleared in this lifetime. And it's none of my business, you know? And, but if he shows up, I can just do the best I can, you know? And I, I do see that as my moral duty. And also, you know, I can't be wrapped up in, this outcome that I want to feel like I'm successful. You know what I mean? I'm a good chiropractor because it's, I really have no idea how deep the healing is going and how many lifetimes and all of that. And just like I remember in a few self-centered meetings ago, we were talking about when somebody's dying and a chiropractor still adjusting them, you know, there's a moral duty, even though it's not about saving the person's life, that healing is happening in, you know, in wherever the spirit goes on for their next lifetime or wherever they go on to. So I thought of that and I definitely do think it's, it's, it is a moral duty and that's it. <laughs> Thanks. Excellent. Thank you. I'm sorry. What's your name? Sura. S-U-R-A. Thank you, Sura. Sura que quiere comentar como compartirnos una, una historia que no sabe por qué se le viene a la mente en este momento. Dice que había una persona que ella estaba ajustando o que estuvo ajustando por cierto tiempo, un tiempo, y cada vez que iba con ella le decía que no mejoraba y que no mejoraba y que no mejoraba. Dice que llega un momento donde se le olvida a todas las demás personas que ha estado haciendo, o sea, atendiendo, ayudando con buenos resultados y se enfocaba solamente en él, y que se, se cerró en él y, y estaba orando porque mejorara y, y demás, estaba enfocada en él. Dice, pero no sé cuántas um, vidas estoy tratando de, eh, de, bueno, de ayudar o de tratar. Dice, pero eso no debería ser de mi incumbencia, eh, pero voy a hacer lo mejor que yo puedo y eso es, lo veo como eh, mi deber moral. Y no se puede estar como eh, enfocada o enredada eh, en eso, en esa idea de que no lo está pudiendo lograr. Eh, dice, si no sé cuán profundo tiene que ir esta, esta sanación o qué tan profunda está yendo esta sanación. Eh, ¿Cuántas eh, como vidas pasadas está ayudando? Um, Comenta también, es como cuando una persona está muriendo y se le sigue ajustando, no lo haces con la idea de que lo vas a sanar, 
sino eh, lo, lo sigues ayudando porque dice no sabes para de ahí a, a dónde llegue o a dónde vaya, ¿no? Eh, para lo siguiente. Eh, dice, creo que es un deber moral. Anybody have any input or, or questions or comments? I have a question. Okay. Is, is there a moment in, in the practice where you give up on somebody? Hay, un, hay algún momento en la práctica cuando nosotros nos rendimos en seguir ajustando a alguien? Sir, is that for Sura to answer or for anybody answer. can anybody can answer, but I I'm just curious. Cualquiera puede cualquiera I, puede contestar. Go Steven, go ahead. If I refer somebody out that doesn't mean I'm giving up on them. I'm sorry, I, I couldn't hear you. Uh, could you repeat that? If you what? If I have a patient and I refer them to another chiropractor, or if I tell them I don't think I can help them for different reasons, that doesn't mean I'm giving up on them. There are some people who I uh, help more by telling them to go elsewhere. Comenta el doctor Steven, dice, si los refiero a alguien más o les digo que no creo poderlos ayudar por diferentes razones, eso no significa que me esté rindiendo con ellos. Dice, hay unas personas que puedo ayudarlas más eh, diciéndoles que que vayan a, a, a alguna otra parte. What comes to mind tonight in this discussion is nothing exists outside of my outside of me. My practice, my it's all happening in my brain, in my consciousness. Therefore. If a patient is complaining all the time, it is for me to, it is part of my world to bless. It's a call for love or it's, there, there's people are either loving or, or calling for love. And I'm not always there. I'm not always harmonious. But my goal is to take responsibility. Everything that happens is happening within me. And that's my responsibility. And when I am vibrating with this beautiful life, it resonates out. That's my not just my obligation, but my pleasure and my reason for living this life is to share the beautiful life. So it's all happening. There is no outside of me. My job is to love and serve. 
comenta el doctor Steven, lo que viene a mi mente esta noche con esta discusión eh, es que nada existe fuera de mí. Mi práctica, todo pasa en mi cerebro, en mi conciencia. Por eso, si un paciente se queja todo el tiempo, uh, me toca a mí eh, y es parte de mi mundo eh, el bendecir. Es como un llamado de, de amor. Eh, no siempre estoy ahí, no siempre estoy en armonía, pero mi fin es eh, todo lo que pasa, pasa en mí. Uh, y cuando estoy vibrando con esa vida hermosa que resona hacia afuera, es mi obligación y mi, y mi placer, no solo mi obligación, eh, también mi placer y mi razón para vivir. Eh, es compartir uh, la hermosa vida, así que todo lo que pasa, eh, no hay nada fuera de mí. Eh, mi trabajo es amar y servir. ¿Anybody else have any input? You know, our friend Pasquale, he was our mentor, and he used to say, just to touch on what Stephen said, and then I'm going to answer what Christian said too, everything out there is a projection from in here. All the stuff out there. And we are seeing something that, we don't like, I always think of this, it's coming from me. And one thing I just about what Christian was saying, um, I want people to advance past me. And the reason people leave us very often is because they've spiritually advanced past us and they're looking for their next bit of spiritual growth. Chiropractic is taking them or I have taken them to a level My expectation is them to go past me. I don't give up on them. What I want to do is give them a leg up, help them through something. They may also help me. I don't give up, especially on a case of, it's not about a, a problem to give up on. I wouldn't give up on a child that has, you know, a, a need to grow uh, to become an adult. The same with people. They want spiritual growth. They want emotional growth. They want security. So oh, for me, I've never given up on anyone. There's times I've felt like giving up myself because I didn't see something in them change. And then I realized they've been changing all along. They've been transforming probably faster and greater than I ever have. That's my own thought. What's yours? Um, hey, I'm sorry. Could you uh, try to uh, summarize that? Summarize. <laughs> I expect people to, to advance above me spiritually and to grow. I don't give up on them. Like I wouldn't give up on a child. I would help a child no matter what. That would be my religious and moral duty to help a child grow. And same with the people that we are serving in our office. I, wouldn't, I would never give up on them. But there's times where I felt like giving up. But that was coming from me. And then I saw within them, they were growing greater and better than I ever even imagined. Once I let go of my own lack.
Okay, thank you. Is that better? <laughs> yes, thank you. Okay. Uh, bueno, comenta Jake, um, dice, mi amigo Pascual y era mi mentor, eh, mi amigo Pascual y que era mi mentor, dice, siempre decía que todo allá afuera es una proyección de adentro, de nosotros adentro. Dice, y cuando vemos algo que no nos gusta, eh, lo que digo es, eso pasa porque viene de mí. Eh, eso es algo que quería comentar y luego comenta sobre lo que Cristian había dicho. Dice, lo que espero es que eh, los quiroprácticos lleguen como a un nivel más alto, que, que, que me sobrepasen o que pasen mi expectativa. Um, dice, mmm, algunas veces, eh, bueno, mmm, dice, yo no me rendiría con un niño que, que está creciendo, ¿no? Ese, el, el ayudarlo, el guiarlo, ese sería como mi deber religioso y moral, ayudarlo a crecer. Dice, también en mi oficina, a veces eh, puedo pensar en, en rendirme, pero realmente eso está viniendo de mí. Eh, cuando en realidad el paciente o la persona ha estado mejorando todo este tiempo, inclusive tal vez más de lo que me podría imaginar. Dice solamente la parte de que nunca se rendiría, que así como no se rinde ante un niño, que es su deber personal, tampoco lo hace contra ningún otro paciente. Y que justo en el momento en el que a veces piensa que se va a rendir, se da cuenta que ellos están mejorando de una manera impresionante. Y eso sucede cuando deja ir eh, este, ¿cómo se dice? Como este, esta mentalidad. ¿Anybody have any input or any questions or clarification? ¿Alguien tiene preguntas, eh, comentarios o aclaraciones que quisiera hacer? One thing that I learned from Brian is to pray for the people that are ready for the work to come to you because If, if um, someone isn't ready for this type of work, it's, it's not that I give up on them, but it's like, it's not a good fit, you know? They don't want to do the work that, I, that we're, 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 our souls are coming here in agreement, but there's a fight. And, you know, in the beginning, when I was first a chiropractor, you know, I, I knew some sales tactics to keep people and hook them in and things like that. But at this point, you know, it's like, if, if they don't want to do the work, it's like, set, set them free so there's more space for the people that are, are here, you know? So. Comenta Sora que eh, una cosa que aprendió eh, de Ryan, eh, de Ryan es um, orar por las personas que van a venir a, a trabajar. Eh, dice, no es tanto como que se rindan, sino que a veces eh, no quieren hacerlos y hacerlo, pero, y eso hace como que haya, como esta, que sea más difícil, que haya como una, una pelea, ¿no? Un, sí, diferencias de pensamiento. Dice, cuando comencé, eh, o cuando empecé con, con esto, eh, o como negocio, hice como unas tácticas de venta, pero... Eh, mi pensamiento en este momento es eh, mejor que si no lo quieren hacer, pues es como liberarlos para que venga, como para abrir paso, ¿no? Para, o así abrir espacio para la gente que, que quiera hacerlo, o que sí esté lista para hacerlo. 
Anybody else? Any any, uh, any comments? Input, Brian, go ahead. I'm going to say in Spanish first. So, Pasquale, Pasquale me dijo muchas veces, Brian, Dios, Dios manda todas las personas que vienen a ti. And él me dijo, concentrese, él me dijo, Brian, concentrese y servir a las personas y el resto se encangara. I said it wrong. Focus on serving the people. The rest will take care of itself. He also would say to me, God sends you everyone. And then he would say to me, just serve people with the pure intentions of the Holy Spirit. And God will provide all your needs and the needs of the person. And whether or not someone wants to move forward in this world, or maybe I don't need to meet. Maybe I don't need to meet to meet that person one time. Maybe I need to meet them fifty times. That's not up to me to decide. That's up to that person. My job is just to show up. And if that person chooses that I'm that guy to go to, then I'll be that guy for that person at that moment. But whatever they decide to do, I tell them I love you no matter what. And that's it. Beautiful. Our responsibility is to show up. Yes. Uh, I'm sorry, Brian. I thought you were going to say it in Spanish. I'll say it again now because I, I, I got flustered, so I'm going to say it again. He would just tell me, Brian, Dios me mandó, me, me, you know, Dios le, le manda a usted todas las personas que vienen a ti. Then me dijo, sirve a las personas con las intenciones puras del Espíritu Santo y Dios se proveerá todos tus necesidades y las necesidades de las personas que vienen a ti. Y él me dijo, quizás yo necesito encontrar esa persona una vez o cincuenta veces, yo no sé. Es la responsabilidad de la persona que saber si ellos quieren venir a mi oficina una vez o cincuenta veces, yo no sé, pero Le amo todas las personas que vienen a mí, una vez o cincuenta veces. Stephen, now, what, do you have something? No, I was just agreeing is that we're not adjusting and looking for a result, a particular result. We show up in the resonance of the divine in ourselves, we give the adjustment, and in the giving of the adjustment is the receiving of the grace for me. Oh, sorry, I'm having some trouble with my computer. Um, eh, dice el doctor Steven, eh, no estamos ajustando. Eh, no estamos ajustando y buscando un resultado en particular. Eh, dice, nos, nos presentamos eh, en la presencia de lo divino y en dar el ajuste está el recibir la gracia para mí. Anybody else have any input? ¿Alguien más comentar algo? Ya vamos a terminar. Ok, somebody typed something in Spanish. Uh, it says I cannot uh, activate my microphone, but I would like to. One second, I would like to share something. 
Um, every person that I'm going to adjust, uh, I like to make a prayer in which I say to God mm, that He He be the like the the physician or the the yeah the doctor uh, using me like. He be the, the the one using her to provide the uh, adjustment. Gracias, Raquel. Muy bien. What I say, I, I just, in the morning, I tell God, bring the people that I can help. I'm here to serve. Be simple for me. Dice, en la mañana, dice el doctor Hay, en la mañana le pido a Dios o le digo a Dios, por favor, trae a mí a las personas que puedo servir. I have one comment. I used to try and be in prayer the whole day of adjusting people. And I realized when we're in service for God's people, we are in prayer. And I stopped have I, I, I don't have, I'm working on doing less and being more in that level of prayer so I can be clear to, for God to serve through me and also receive from these people. We're also receiving as we're giving. Pasquale brought us to that understanding. You're saying to be present is to be prayerful. Yes, that's powerful stuff. That is. Thank you for repeating that so I could hear it. Be present. What? I'm sorry. Say it again. When you are in the moment, you are in with the present is the closest thing to eternal prayer connection now. Dice el uh, doctor Hey, tengo un comentario. Um, trataba de estar en oración todo el día uh, cuando, cuando ajustaba y me di cuenta que cuando estamos en servicio para la gente de Dios estamos en oración. Uh, estoy trabajando en hacer menos y estar más en ese nivel de oración para estar uh, mejor para que Dios trabaje a través de mí. Um, Confirma el doctor Steven dice cuando estás en el momento estás en el presente es lo más cercano a estar como en esa conexión ahora. Anybody else have? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. That which is sacred is only known in the present. It's not some thought about what you learned. It's experiencing the present. And as I say that. My spine is adjusted. Dice el doctor Steven, um, eso, a eso sagrado, eh, eso sagrado solo se ve en el presente. No es un pensamiento que aprendes, es experimentar el presente. Y mientras les digo eso, estoy ajustando mi columna. Ok. Uh, it's a... Uh... Uh, listo. It's uh, nine o'clock. Um, does anybody have anything else? We're not in a rush, but if anybody has any other input before we finish. Uh, just one idea. 
uh, que me gustó mucho de todo lo que decían y relacioné mucho con lo que decía Brian, eh, en cómo te preocupabas por la gente, cómo no buscabas a la gente, sino que buscabas a Dios y Él trabajaba por ti, ayudándote en esto. Uh, I, I was saying that I like a lot what we are talking about and I related all of this with what Brian said. And it's uh, when you, well, it's so similar that you find in the Bible when you uh, see something that says, uh, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. It is so similar to busca primero el reino de Dios y todo lo demás vendrá por añadidura. Anybody have any input? That's fantastic. Thank you, Edgar. Absolutely. Gracias. I have one quick thing, hey. Yes. Just the one thing I love from Pasquale, he says, he only told me one thing about running an office, and I've been a chiropractor for 24 years now, and he just told me, focus on serving the people, and the rest will take care of itself. So, Pasquale me dijo, concentrese en servir a las personas, y el resto se encargará de sí mismo. Es la única cosa que él me dijo para ser un quiropractor con oficina. My mother told me the same thing 42 years ago. I love it. Don't worry about the money. Take care of your people. That's my mom. Everything She's else will come. At 96. Dice el doctor Steven, eh, eso mismo que dijo Brian, que le dijo Pascuali, me dijo mi mamá hace 42 años, no te preocupes por el dinero, enfócate en las personas. Anybody have anything else? I feel that I got an adjustment sitting here. Thank you. Dice Steven, el doctor Steven, eh, siento que he recibido un ajuste eh, estando aquí sentado. Gracias. Muchas gracias, everybody. Um, we had gracias, gracias, gracias. Uh, this is, you know, we've we've come a long way today, and uh, I'll just ask one more time: anybody have anything else? We're in no hurry. If they want to express something or or open up. Alguien más quiere decir algo el día de hoy? No estamos en ningún apuro. No estamos apurados. See you Saturday. I don't think I can do Saturday. We'll talk about that in just a moment. I'll stop recording, but anybody, I just want to make sure everybody has clarity and feels good. Todos tienen claridad, se sienten bien? Para terminar? Okay. Well, thank you everybody. This was just absolutely amazing. Page five we're on finally, which is amazing and uh, We'll pick up at our next week, I think doing Tuesday until they get their school schedule. And uh, we'll go from there. Um, I'm gonna stop the recording and then we'll post this um, on uh, our pages, okay? And so people that came in late or they wanna share with their friends can watch it. Vamos a, a terminar por, por hoy. Hemos eh, avanzado finalmente a la página cinco. Ahorita uh, vamos a probablemente cambiar el día en que nos estamos reuniendo para que más gente nos acompañe, pero a uh, los que nos reunimos de parte de la universidad, bueno, estamos esperando nuestros horarios. 
como para ver qué día quedaría eh, pues mejor para todos. And Por from, lo pronto se queda los martes. And where we are now, we'll do Tuesday the same time next week. Por ahora nos quedamos en que vamos a hacer el martes eh, de la próxima semana a la misma hora, 7 horas, 7 de la tarde en México, 8 de la, de la noche en Florida. Ok, gracias, muy bien. Veronica, again, and, and Edgar, amazing job. Thank you very much. And uh, I will see you all Tuesday. I'm going to stop recording now.